when we look at any interviews or read about the success stories of many of the masters or talented people you will always find when the interviewer asks them what is the secret of their success and honestly they struggle to point finger at one particular thing but then because they have to answer something on the camera so they start telling that how hard working they were or how persistent they were or consistent they were throughout their journey how things around them the struggles around them have helped them to shape their future and all those things so the topic of the day today is to look at is it really that hard work talent or something else which brings the master out of welcome to 13 13 is a podcast about being and creating in this podcast we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday Here we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shantesh. Let's get started. The topic that you have brought, Prasanna, is quite interesting in the sense that this reminds me of uh, uh, Ramanujan, the mathematician's story, when somebody asked him this question: that where do you get all this? from without any formal education and he says that he goes to his family temple in the village where he sits at night and the goddess there at the temple the devi tells him and it comes now that was very different sort of an answer which the interviewer probably was not expecting and that too in england when somebody is asking you this question uh, they weren't expecting that and why i'm bringing this is that hard work integrity building up a team consistently uh, 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 putting in effort and and really being committed to the cause are all these factors which are within your control which you one must do we are not discounting that at all i think uh, but then there is a state of flow when you are creating something and when you when you have done creating that when you have done something which is really profound that touches you inspires you and then when you look back what really created it it always bewilders where that comes from is it your mind or is it something beyond that so i think that's what you are trying to ask as well uh, absolutely and santish honestly today when we are discussing this topic the intention as most in in most of our episodes is not to find an answer uh, we don't want to get into that trap of concluding something and we are not definitely not neuroscientists or uh, neither are we expert when it comes to human psychology so we don't want to get into that but honestly it is to acknowledge that uh typically when you look at all the how to videos on youtube or read about blogs on uh, the things to be done the five techniques to be successful in life the five s of life and all so there you will see a lot of emphasis is given on the methods and what we want to touch and observe and acknowledge is creation happens beyond these methods Hmm. and what is exactly creation to address this question where does creation happen from first let us uh, sort of inquire what creation really is and in my view creation is something which 
happens or is made out of nothing you to create something you need a condition when there is actually the absence of that which is created and if that creation is happening out of nothing now again if we try to rationalize it and understand try and understand it in physical sense then one may argue that oh physically they were objects it was clay that was created into a brick the brick was then created into architecture or so on and so forth the pages were then created into a book but the content of the book where did that come from the design of that architecture where did that come from now that creation is what we are talking about not the physical manifestation of that creation the physical manifestation for that all these physical tangible aspects that we discussed earlier and when and uh, in an interview any personality responds to uh, it it perhaps is the physical manifestation of that creation but the creation itself is not physical to begin with uh, but it comes with the absence of that which is created and if we kind of get to that then perhaps where does that creation come from we can try and touch upon absolutely so physical manifestation can be a part of it but what touches the human mind or what gives us that joy when we talk about any creation or any art is the metaphorical part of it and many a times if you see whether it is a painting whether it is a sculpture a building or a poetry it's that metaphorical part which goes beyond the physical aspects as you rightly said and uh, where does that then creation come from you think how so do that, you perceive it so that that exactly is the question which i think many people have been asked and as you rightly said the way uh, ramanujan said similarly people have given very different answers so people i have seen people especially these days when you watch videos you can also see their body language because when similar questions were asked to a few generations ago we could only read about it and then in that reading the body language the kind of confused state of the creator is not captured because whatever gets captured is in the written format is what the author finally puts it on the paper but today when you watch a video uh, you can clearly see how people struggle uh, mm. to answer this question and i have seen that for many of the uh, writers many painters and even singers for that matter so a few initial recordings of uh, bhimsen joshi if you see when people ask them that uh, how do you do this and also i have seen him struggling and from there to latest one i have seen is say for example varun grover who is a lyricist he writes mo- mm-hmm. uh, lyrics for movies he is also a stand up comedian so when he was asked this question i saw him also struggling that way he is very rational scientific person but he was struggling to answer that oh it comes from i don't know somewhere it comes from i just put it on but, the paper hmm but then do you think then conditioning of our mind our upbringing the culture that we are brought up into has a role to play because there must be something from where the journey of this particular creation would have started and i'm saying or emphasizing on this creation 
let's say in the context of varun grower and he writes one poetry and and the words that he uses to assemble them together to form something that which is meaningful something that which inspires uh for that creation a conditioning of the past his upbringing would be required for the conditioning that has happened for that creation some other thing and so it's an endless cycle perhaps but but creation in general probably would have happened uh, out of a past conditioning which means that it has happened out of something and not nothing yeah Is that so true? yeah so it's same like i remember uh, in my uh, 12 standard or so when we were looking at the different elements required to create a living creature or living cell uh, scientifically the scientists know all the ingredients of a mm-hmm. living cell but if you put mm-hmm. those all things together you still don't get life in it so when you are asking about this topic of varun grower getting inspired or you can say uh, kind of learning from his past upbringing culture the places which he has stayed the language he uses these are all tools maybe or ingredients required to bring it all and together for that, and for that for that matter his own sibling would have also experienced the same things absolutely but then the one who is creating is actually creating so it it then perhaps might not even be in the past conditioning it's not yeah that will definitely help as i as you said so but it's it's as, it's as good as uh, putting in hard work dedication commitment all sorts of things but that is not the source of creation that means exactly so uh, same way uh, now we saw bhimsen joshi to varun grower so in between if you see or not in between or rather in fact he was also a contemporary of uh, bhimsen joshi is pula deshpande pl deshpande mm-hmm. again if you see one may say that oh no he had fam- fabulous observation absolutely fine but with that same observation we cannot create the same magic what he could mm-hmm. do so the mm-hmm. point is uh, pointing out at one particular thing is not possible here and that's where this topic of discussion is that it is difficult how difficult it is to find where mm. it comes from mm. no the other point which i wanted to or which was becoming present to and wanted to bring forth is that is a creation being constantly created now let me uh, sort of clarify what i mean is that let's say gulzar writes a poetry he uses metaphors and he creates something that the words don't say or the words literally don't speak about but it means something and it touches you but when you listen to that depending on the state of mind you are in you interpret it in different ways so it's not the creator only who is creating that but you are yourself interpreting and creating a meaning within and what i am trying to get at is that then is creation as much of the creator as it is of the perceiver as well and is the perceiver also constantly then creating something when you look at taj mahal what happens within is created by you and not those artisans who created it uh so one may feel a sense of balance one may feel a sense of magnanimity one may feel a sense of uh serenity one may feel a sense of peace or calm and and one and may see each, 
and no, I, go ahead sorry no so i was just kidding and one miss here temple inside it <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but essentially it that all is created then by the receiver and not necessarily only the creator absolutely no i get what you are saying but honestly uh, i would not say equally because you use the word equally so i don't know whether it is equally or not because everyone uh, consumes art and uh, cherishes art in their own way maybe but then the creator has complete control so if you see they can see that complete arc of how it is going to land on the Uh, consumers as well so they are fully aware of it many a times people also practice it mm. after they have gotten uh, the full grip of that uh, creation no that's true uh, they they are very conscious about what they are creating and how they intend to deliver it how they intend to bring an expression to that uh, and then always an artist a creator is constantly aware but let's not just talk about art of creator in the sense of when we talk about creation let's not talk it only in the realm of design or art but don't we create constantly uh as we live our life we are creating meanings all the time we are even in a so called mundane job creating something and could you care to elaborate a bit because i am out of words to sort of then put that experientially yeah so if we look at so one when we are talking about what we create uh, for ourselves or in our own lives what you are saying is maybe right and we may not be capturing it in that way like every individual who goes out does their work understands things around them might be doing some creations and it can be in any field uh but they might not be capturing it so that was another thing which was coming to my mind but that that is also because it's done is it's an act which is done unconsciously we aren't even aware that we are creating all the time hmm but that that's true that's true absolutely true and then it becomes very difficult now see i'll tell you one simple thing uh even if it is conscious i come across one good line while walking there are mm-hmm. very few people who stop and capture that line so even that is something which might be um, i don't know even that is part of that creator's uh, uh, life to make sure that they capture those things and i think that there are two ways of looking at it so there are people who would say that you have to sit and write or sit and paint and sit and um, uh, sing and then you will start getting it so it's a kind of balance Hmm. Hmm. But ultimately, where does this creation come from? Coming back to that question, where it started from. So that's exactly the point. So in even in sports, if we see, for example, uh, some sportsmen, some players, the way they play. you don't know where i don't know the, if you ask them they will definitely give you some answer but mm. again uh, it's something which is beyond something which is at a different level than the level at which we are observing and the level first level which we are, which i'm talking about is the level at which all the self help books have got written mm. now i'm just trying to look at this question from the context in which we are asking this question 
today we are in the 21st century and we are uh, uh, very rational we need answers to everything we are in this digital era where everything needs to be logical and fundamentally the question where does creation come from we are in that question trying to seek logic to that and most of the times whether we agree it or not we are also trying to seek logic to a certain aspect from a pure production point of view from a point of view that we can recreate it on and on as much as we can and that's the era that we are living in in a capitalist world where entire thing is focused on production i'm just wondering if this conversation would have happened a thousand years ago what would this conversation be like somebody would have simply brushed it off that you you don't even have to question that somebody would have with faith would have said that the creation happens from god and you are just a source of it or it could have been something else altogether i'm not sure how the response would have been but definitely the response wouldn't have been to seek a logical explanation to that does logic sometimes i'm wondering kills the essence of that of anything that we are trying to look at because if we try to break everything in that logical sense does it really then be that profound yeah so i get what you are saying and there are certain zones or fields or uh, you can say um time frames in which logic operates and then there are some where you cannot only operate with logic so uh, i get that part but then coming back to your point on where is it, it coming from so if you look at what we are doing today is we are looking at the knowing part of it like what it is and how to do it and the doing part of it mm-hmm. so we are operating in knowing and doing so knowing how to be a best artist or the uh, world's best singer or world's best poet and how to do it wake up mm-hmm. at 5 o'clock go and sit below a tree observe the things around you start capturing those things so we are talking about doing what we are not talking about and where might be the answer i don't know but i'm just saying is where uh, we talk about 13 being mm-hmm. and creating so when we talk about mm-hmm. being and creating it's a completely different domain from knowing and doing mm and that is the domain where you cannot reach there is no step three step approach to start being something you are either you, being or you are not already being. there yes. you are already there yes. you are so there, there is nothing nowhere to reach in there is nowhere to reach being. yes you have already arrived there <laughs> hmm and the first prerequisite for creating is simply being in that sense true very true because otherwise rest of it is all about knowing all the mechanics of it tools techniques which is fine which is you cannot like for example a painter should know how to use a brush maybe they also know what are the different types of brushes paints canvas which is all fine which is all fine but just mm-hmm. knowing that and then you sitting below a tree at 5 o'clock doing that both of those things will not 
create art yeah that's that's something to really ponder upon for me and before we complete i really wanted to bring this not as a justification but as a example itself that this podcast is being recorded as a live conversation and at the beginning of the conversation or before we started this conversation i don't think i had on my mind neither had prasanna on his mind about the idea that actually rooting it back to 13 and saying that being and creating uh, i i i think when you said that about bringing being and creating i it felt like we are already on a gold mine and we had that tagline and yet somewhere we have been searching around the reason why i'm bringing this is that being is simply a state which is already always there it's just that if we become aware of this being the naturally creating or creation is a part of it an extension of it uh, it's a sort of a natural progression and one has to then really experience it for themselves and not look at answers to that from outside with that we complete our today's conversation thank you thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribe us on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.